0: The advice given on sex and other human activities is for entertainment purposes only. If you've got a question for us, send us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. There's a, there's my mm, sweet spot, there's no. my there's my little uh-huh. Jane, there's my Jane package. I don't know, I don't know if I like sweet spot. Do you like Jane package? What's Jane package? It's my sweet spot.
1: Ugh, no, <laughs> like sweet Jane? Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, my sweet spot, my Jane package.
1: Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, so well, you think of your ball sack.
0: <laughs> I can also call that my Jane package.
1: Yeah, if you want. Yeah. It is your sweet spot.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Sex and the Human Activities, ladies and gentlemen.
1: I'm Jackie Zabrowski.
0: I'm Marcus Parks. I'm feeling creepy.
1: Yeah, man, you're you're acting creepy. <laughs> Back here by ourselves in the ice cave, uh, as I'm going to rename it for the day.
0: Ice cave. Yeah, I like that. It's I like...
1: freezing in here.
0: It is freezing in New York City. Yeah,
1: baby, it's bad out there. <laughs> Feels like we're on Groundhog's Day. <laughs>
0: it's a doozy. <laughs> it's going to be gray. Mm-hmm. It's going to yeah. be
1: cold. Oh, yeah, that's what it is out there there was hailing earlier
0: and it's gonna last forever oh
1: my god it's gonna last forever I need a moving out I'm yeah. not staying here anymore, Marcus. This is the time of year when you don't want to stay here anymore.
0: February is the month that breaks people.
1: It's I'm broken.
0: <laughs> I'm tapping out. February is always the month. I'm waiting to see which friend of mine says that he's moving to Los Angeles in Ooh. the next couple weeks.
1: See, no, I'm thinking more like I want to go to New Orleans, yeah. and, you know, and lose myself <laughs> and just and never come back. That's yeah. more what I want.
0: All right, yeah, I could move to New Orleans. Right. I, I mean, just, yeah, we go. don't. I mean, we can both. We can both go, or we could just both go and go together or we could both go and pretend we don't know each other and start a new life I
1: wouldn't mind moving Cave Comedy Radio down there
0: I wouldn't either alright so
1: this is a deal
0: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna so do it we're all let's just call up Henry call up Ben uh, call up all the whole crew we're moving to New Orleans
1: yeah that's it's gonna be like Muppet Take Manhattan <laughs> <laughs> but it's Muppet sick New
0: Orleans <laughs> oh god we're gonna die yeah
1: yeah real early
0: yeah <laughs> well I'm trying to not die <laughs> that's great I, got... I'm really happy to hear that yeah. Marcus. <laughs> i'm trying real hard right now um you know trying to in the process of, of quitting cigarettes yeah not quitting nicotine because i've got Ooh, listen to this vape daddy handy dandy vapor vape daddy <laughs> hell yeah yep i've got my vapor my magma uh That's what it's called up top. My e-leaf battery.
1: It's pretty crazy.
0: It's pretty crazy. I've got all the juices. I've got my cigarette juice. Uh, you got to be careful, though. Yeah. You can't juice too hard. Why can't I juice too hard? You're
1: going to fucking throw up, man.
0: Yeah, I did almost do that last night when I was That's the problem.
1: It's not an end of a cigarette. You can't, like, there is no quantity of how much you are smoking Mm
0: -hmm. until
1: you get sick.
0: Yeah. And then you know
1: you smoked it too much.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I hit that point about 11 o'clock last night. Yeah. Uh, But for those of you who have listened to the show, you know I've talked about the last time I tried quitting smoking a few years ago. Uh, Kicked off a big manic thing in my brain, had a bit of an episode for a couple of Weeks and ended up in therapy, which, you know, granted is a very good thing for me. That did end in a very uh, good, I guess, it was a uh, positive outcome. step. It was a positive step, uh, but I'm trying again. I'm having some, you know, health shit. I got this weird pain in my back. It's freaking me out. So I'm um, decided I got to quit. But this time my therapist told me, he's like, Hey, uh, it's obvious that c- you use cigarettes as a sedative. Um, cause I just told her how I smoke, why I smoke, where I smoke, all the just different habits behind it. She's like, it's obvious you use it as a sedative. You need to go to your, uh, psychiatrist and talk to her before you quit smoking completely. I'm like, Great. So I go to my psychiatrist. I tell her the exact same thing. She's like, Hey, this sounds a lot like a, the ADD. This is this is ADD, right? Like people have told you that, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, a few years ago, that's great, you know. And I went through. Uh, I had a test a few years ago, and the guy was like, "Wow, you definitely have ADD." And then they forgot about it. And then I went to another psychiatrist, and she thought, I'm pretty sure, just thought that I was trying to score pills, uh, which I guess at that time in my life. Wasn't the most far off opinion. Yeah, you could've used them. There could have been some fun behind that. (laughs) I could've used them. I looked like a guy who was trying to score pills. Yeah. I had the hair down to my shoulders. I had rips in all of my clothing. Uh very tight jeans. Mm. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Which tight jeans just pretty much says speed. Or Coke. (laughs) And it was Coke. Definitely Coke. Because you had
1: the thighs to show off, you know? That's all.
0: (laughs) I had my Coke thighs. You had your
1: Coke thighs. Yeah,
0: about a good 10, 15 pounds lighter than I am now.
1: You're very thin.
0: I'm very thin. Even thinner then. Damn. Uh, Yeah, it was weird. Uh, So... I kind of forgot about it for a while, and now you know this woman says, "All right, yeah, ADD." I'm like, "Okay, you know, I pace around a good bit. Uh, I'm constantly fidgeting. Uh, I'll, when I read something, I'll have to restart every page or so because I'll, you know, my mind will completely go off into the distance." Uh, so I am like, "Okay, there's probably something to this. Let's, uh, you know, let's try some medication. Why not?" She said, "Okay, let's do some Wellbutrin." Is what she put me on. I'm like Wellbutrin. All right cool it's also supposed to help you quit smoking too so I'm like alright cool let's let's try this shit let's go you know what we went ahead and threw another fucking diagnosis onto the pile so let's just deal with this one too whatever who gives a fuck it's at this it's not point? how you're supposed to deal with these things Marcus <laughs> that's not how you deal with them I know it's not how I deal with them you know I, I know that you're not supposed to but it, it's just it was just sort of a like oh come on okay sure like, uh, like alright sure fine. Like, let's, let's just, let's walk down this road for a bit and see what happens. So I was on the Wellbutrin for, uh, about a week. And she told me if you, um, if you're taking the Wellbutrin, and by the way, I didn't ask a whole lot of questions when she gave it to me. All I, pretty much all I asked is like, Hey, what are the side effects? She goes, well, you might feel a little jittery. Like if you've had too much coffee, I'm like, okay, that's, that's fine. I can handle that. I have That's too much...
1: mistake number two, Mark.
0: <laughs> yes, mistake number two. Made a lot of mistakes with this one. Just why I want to talk about That's it.
1: That's why, it. why it's good to talk about it. That's why it's
0: good to talk about it, because I made a lot of mistakes. Uh, and so after a week, she said, after a week, if you don't really feel anything, then up the dosage. She gave me permission. She's like, you can up the dosage on your own. You know, decide this on your own. Like, okay, cool. So last Wednesday, I upped the do- Up the dosage, doubled it. Uh, which is what she told me to do Doubled the dosage, uh, and, uh, starting at about two o'clock that day, I've started feeling a weird panic, like a really low level dread, uh, and it was a very familiar feeling, uh, and a feeling that I had remembered from the days when I was having panic attacks almost daily. I was like, "This is weird," and I wasn't really—I wasn't doing anything, fucking—I wasn't doing anything really stressful. Um, the I was editing Sarah and show, very simple stuff, you know. And so I started feeling I was like this is well, this is weird. What's going on here? And then another hour went by, and then suddenly I was like, "Oh fuck." I can't breathe I'm having a real oh my god I can't I can't breathe what the fuck's going on what the fuck's going on This is bad. This is bad. This is bad Uh, And I was supposed to record two book minimum later that day I was like can't do this can't do this can't do this can't do this like I have to go I have to go I have to go Uh, Like everything started racing. I was shaking Uh, I with my hands where I had to keep my hands straight down to my sides like completely like not bending my elbows at all. Uh, thankfully, uh, producer Mary was here to take over for me. Uh, and so I went home and I just, I never, my hands never left my side. Uh, and I just had this awful, like I could only imagine what my face looked looked like. Uh, it felt like my face had been melted by a candle or something. It was completely twisted up. Uh, and, uh, grotesque like i could only sit there imagine how grotesque i looked uh and i also couldn't talk i barely got out the words uh to megan just be like or not to megan to 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 mary Mary. like it was was, uh, cover five six o'clock cover because uh, I was just freaking out so horribly, so bad. I couldn't put together a single thought. Uh, and then I got I got home, uh, and I just sat there shaking, watching uh, The Ultimate Guide to the American Presidents uh, for a Man, little while. Yeah, that'll put
1: you right out, huh? <laughs> There's something That's... that'll take you down off of a panic. It is watching that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or just sit there, I'm like, I should learn, I should learn. Something, 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 history calms me down, you know, stuff like that. Like that's, you know, when I'm having trouble with anything, I watch like Ken Burns stuff, stuff that's uh, a little bit calmer, like just that I can, just so I can learn, I can think about something else. Uh, And it, and I just kind of, and then I got angry. I got so I got angrier than I've gotten in years. It just suddenly switched to anger because I'd try calling my psychiatrist. uh, And by the way, she didn't call me back for two days. Uh, So fuck that. Uh, I was already pissed off. And then I started getting mad at myself. I started getting mad at myself for the same shit that, you know, the same stuff. You know, we give all this advice, but it's just—it's so hard to take your own. Uh, I started getting mad at myself for being weak again. I started getting mad at myself for having to go home. Uh, Started getting—that
1: is not a sign of weakness.
0: I know it's, but you know, in the moment, right? Of course, in in the the moment, moment, it's so hard to to remember that. It's so hard to realize that uh, that it's just the way it is. You know, it's like saying, you know, it, yeah, it's just like saying um, the way I could describe it. It's like, s- say you got a bee sting and saying, thinking that you're weak because you swell up, you know, right. <laughs> you know, it's, and it's also uh, thinking like, why can't I just get over this? Why can't I just, you know, why can't I just talk myself down? Why can't I just calm down? Is that that's what it is. It's like trying to will away a bee sting, uh, trying to get over that. You just have to wait and you just have to put some ice on it. You know, you have to do those little things to calm yourself down, to bring yourself down. Uh, But it's not weakness. It's just what happened. I had a bad reaction to something. uh, And I don't know if I dealt with it properly or not. Uh, And I know I made, like looking back on it, I know I made a lot of mistakes. One, I didn't ask enough questions when she gave me the medication. I was eager. I was too eager for that magic pill that we talk about so many times, that we talk about, that we always say that, you know, antidepressants aren't a magic pill. You know, that all this stuff isn't, none of it is a magic pill. There has to be some sort of effort behind it. But I was eager for that magic pill. I was uh, ready for something. I was ready to quit smoking. I was ready for something to say, or I was ready for something where I could go like that, that's what it That's is. That's the
1: problem. That's it's not, the problem. Me, it's that it's problem. not me.
0: It's that problem. It's not oh, me. It's that problem. Okay, now I can, and now I've got this magic pill that will take away that problem, and everything will be easy, and everything will be fine. Um, but also,
1: it was, it was also not. The, it's also the question of how did it interact with the other medications you're currently taking, which is a huge question to ask.
0: That I did actually. I, I researched that on my own before I even took the first pill. Like I researched. Uh, you can actually look online to see how medications react with each other uh, from reputable sites um, and I did check that out and there's no reaction between the two uh, and in fact Walbutrin is also used Walbutrin is like kind of a fucking catch all like yeah. I was looking at like what it treated I was like so it treats everything what? nothing treats everything
1: I think it's an like, easy one to start it. with though Yeah, it's an easy like throw it out there see how it fits yeah. see how it goes you yeah. know
0: yeah, unfortunately, it was like throwing gas on a fire. Right. You know, that that's what it was. Uh, and she didn't prepare me for that at all. Um, I don't know if it was because uh, she thought that I n- would research it myself. Uh, she thought that I just what... <laughs> knew or something like that. Uh, she just acted so nonchalant about it uh, and acted like it was just like, yeah, whatever, you know, just take it. If you don't feel anything after a week, just take a just double your dose. It just going to be fine. So I didn't really approach it with any caution at all, uh, and I uh, I'm fucking angry about that. However, like I'm angry at myself and I'm angry at her. But just remember that, like when you're getting medication, especially when you're starting something for the first time, ask as many questions as possible. You are fucking paying that person. To ask, to listen to your questions, and to answer your questions. Uh, so ask as many as is human possible, humanly possible. What is this going to do to me? What are the possibilities of what it's going to do to me? Uh, how long is it going to take to kick in? If I have to stop taking it, how long should I taper it off? Ask as many questions as possibly as you can possibly have, and in fact, come in with questions. Uh, and I'm, you know, like I, I can't believe that I didn't ask any question. And then when she finally called me back two days later, she called me back on a Friday. Uh, and, uh, she, and I was told, telling, she's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't call you back in time. Uh, you know, I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. And I told her about everything that happened. She goes, huh? Well, I guess you're just going to have to tough it out. I'm like, what? You diagnosed me with something uh I'm obviously horribly addicted to cigarettes, you know, like I'm asking you for some help. Uh and she's like, "Well, you're just going to have to tough it out." I'm like, "Okay. Fine." So I guess vape it is. <laughs> uh and it's working fine, you know. I'm d- I only had 5 cigarettes yesterday, which is down from 20, so that's good. Hell yeah. Um and, you know, I'm I, I just uh, I'm learning and that, I guess that's one of the the things that, that everyone can take away from this is that everyone is learning constantly all the time. You're going to fall off. You know, there are going to be times when you're going to fall off. You know, if you all of us, we all have a uh, not to say I don't want to use the word fragile. Precarious might be a better word. Uh, what do you think? What would be a better word for that uh, to describe, I guess, where we are when we're messing around, when we're having new medications? Vulnerable. Vulnerable. I think that's another word. Yeah. Yeah. It's vulnerable. It's a very vulnerable time. Uh, And I, I don't know. I I would say I'm a little disappointed in myself. uh, But Pa- I don't think I'm you should be disappointed in yourself. Getting, yeah. You
1: are a human being. This is something that you have been dealing with. Smoking cigarettes, something that you've dealt with for a long time. It is something that you want to kick. It is one of the hardest things to kick that is out there. Yeah. It is, and you just, it's of course easy. To just be like, oh, this will make it easier. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it is a complete natural human reaction to look for something that will make it easier. Because it's hard. Yeah. Because it's hard as fucking shit. And you know what? It's not going to get any easier. I uh, know. It's never going to be easy. That's just it. This is the hole we have dug for ourselves. But, you know, we've kicked other things. You can kick this. You just have to take it day by day. Yeah. And there is no easy fix. But I don't think that you should blame yourself for for and you shouldn't be mad at yourself for hoping that there was an easier way out of this. Yeah. You know, that is a complete natural reaction. I think that it is I think that the ADD thing is a whole other ball game though. Yeah. I I was diagnosed with ADD. Andrew was diagnosed with ADD. A lot of people are diagnosed with ADD. And I'm yeah. not saying that you don't have it. I'm not saying that a lot of people that are diagnosed with it don't have it. But I also think that's another that's an easy fix. That's an easy button for your psychiatrist and yes. you blame her for that. That is that is her hitting the easy button. That wasn't you. Yeah. And it gave you a hope. You trust in her. You trust in her in her wisdom. And the fact that you didn't ask enough questions, she should have given you that information. That's her job yeah, and the things that yeah you can look up how your other medications interact you can look at all that stuff but every person is different it depends on your past you know that's why even though I was diagnosed with that with my anxiety disorder I could never take any of that stuff even when I was abusing all of it Yeah, but I couldn't take that stuff because it would induce panic attacks because I'm already prone to them without it and if it's something that's going to make you jittery that's what's going to happen yeah even if it's not going to happen now it's going to happen at some point yeah and at least honestly it happened fast this was in what a week this has been a week and a half since you started this journey at least it happened fast yeah because you could have been far further down the rabbit hole and realizing that something doesn't work not to say that that's impossible but you should be able to trust the person that is prescribing you with this medication To return your phone call as soon as possible. Yeah. I think that is a big red flag. And also including for other people that are listening right now, that if someone gives you a new medicine, you should also inquire with, if I have an issue, I'm going to call you. Will you answer? Yeah. I need to know that you will answer right away.
0: Yeah. And you know what? (laughs) Uh, I... I used to really like this woman like when I first started with her, and I didn't go to her for a long time because I was still getting my medication on the regular uh, as far as prescriptions went because my local uh, drugstore just did never check to see if I was getting refills. So I got refills for like a year. I wasn't going to complain. But then when I went back to this woman and I Googled her, she's got a quote unquote approach now. She's got a program that she does. Like, look at this. I'm not gonna name her or anything like that, or name her approach, but it. She almost seems like a scam artist now, or yeah, something a like bit. that. Uh, there's a, too many stock photos on her website to make me feel comfortable uh, and it's all like a comprehensive approach and all that and since I kind of feel like since I'm not a part of that since I'm just some dude that, that's, comes in. Lo, that comes in every once in a while and looking to get some help that I've been shuttled off and it's like okay well I'm not going to get like the full amount of money from this guy uh, let's just give him some shit we can shovel him off and then he'll be fine uh, and we don't have to fucking worry about him anymore i can get some fucking you know stupid cunt from the lower east from the upper east side uh that does to fucking take her money so it's like ah it just the whole fucking thing leaves a real bad taste in my mouth
1: but i think that it, it is important to acknowledge the fact that you are able to make a change yeah and that i'm not saying just specifically for you but for anyone that if you this is someone that you should be able to to be comfortable around and be able to contact and someone you should trust when they give you medication. If it's someone that they give you medication, I'm not saying just because it doesn't work doesn't mean that they are wrong in Mm. prescribing it to you. I am saying that someone that is not going to explain everything to you to tell you exactly what to expect that to know your history and to know how it's specifically going to affect you if they are not that person that is not someone that you have to go to anymore Yeah, you can find someone else and you try other people out
0: and I believe I will I've never had much luck with psychiatrists I don't know what it is
1: it's a different breed
0: it's a whole different breed I don't know it seems like they always think I'm lying or something like that it's
1: because I mean this is it's because they're all in the pockets of pharmaceutical companies yeah, that's the difference between a therapist and a psychiatrist I've never trusted psychiatrists. psychiatrist I'm not saying that all of them are bad mm. but I'm saying that the handful of ones that I've seen I never liked because I'm like why are you pushing me on all of this stuff that like whoa 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 can't we talk about this mm-hmm. can't we talk about this for a second like then and then and that's what your therapist is for. Yeah, because that's but they are not qualified to be able to really talk about all of the side effects of all the drugs that you could be given.
0: Exactly. And you know what, my therapist today, she was like, "You want me to fucking call this woman?" She's it's, like, do you, "Do you want me to fucking call this woman <laughs> for you?" And like, I don't know if I need my big sister to step in right, right exactly. now. It's like, let me let me handle this on my own. She's like, "I'll fucking call her." If you
1: want <laughs>
0: It's quite all right, Rachel. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> but, but it's okay. I can handle it. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I've, I fell off last week as we all fall off sometimes. Um, but, you know, this week is a hell of a lot better. Uh, this week I'm – like Saturday I had a pretty big uh, – fucking, I have fell back into a paranoia hole. Because uh, that's how it goes. I don't know about you with panic attacks, but for me, I have waves. Oh, yeah, the
1: for The next sure. few days. So like, of
0: course. Like, the next at Friday was, like, uh, it happened on Wednesday. Thursday was fucked. Friday was awesome. Friday I had a really great day, like, out in the city. Uh, and then Saturday, like, I was going to get a haircut, and I've, again, for some reason, on, like, I'm sitting there getting my hair cut, and I'm thinking, and all I can think is, Something terrible is about to happen, and i 'm going to be at the center of it God. Right? And, that's, yeah. and it just i couldn 't get it out of my Any head like I just couldn't, and it just kept repeating over and over and over again, and I could never I just could not get it to stop just something terrible is going to happen and i 'm going to be at the center of it and if it's and it 's like if it, even if it 's not my fault i 'm going to be responsible you know and it could have something to do with you know all the website problems we had. Uh, here last week, which is fixed, by the way. Yay! It's all fixed. (sighs) It's all fixed. Uh, But That's right. You leave last
1: week behind you. Yeah, I'm leaving last
0: week behind. Nothing terrible is going to happen that I'm going to be at the center at. Everything's going to be fine. And even if something terrible happens, then you know what? We'll fucking get through it we'll get past it as we always have as we've always got. all of us have gone through horrible fucking things before but we get through it together yep. you know and so we can fucking handle it if if something happens something happens
1: so did you end up jumping off the wagon of wellbutrin right away yeah did you fi- did you look up to find out if you were supposed to taper it off or
0: is it okay you should is only it- taper it off if you've been taking it for, for a long, a long time. time okay uh but you know but on the other hand I think it could maybe I should have tapered off a little bit, but maybe that was something a fucking psychiatrist could have told me if she uh, had called me back, but also
1: that might have helped with that shock wave, yeah, which I mean that is jumping off of something even if you were only on it for a week, it still does affect you yeah,
0: I was terrified of it though, yeah, but after that day, like I was te- like I looked at that bottle, I was fucking terrified of it i didn't want any part of it uh and it was just i mean it it was just something that i looked at in in fear uh and but the weird thing is that i didn't throw away the bottle i just put the bottle in my closet and i'm like why am i keeping that why am i fucking keeping that bullshit but i don't know I guess I just—I guess I'm just a pack rat. Uh, yeah, I think but, it's more so I, what and, it is. Yeah, and goddammit, it, I paid thirty bucks for that. That's fucking That's also bottle. what it is. Yeah, you don't want to just throw away good money. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't want to throw away money. I'm never gonna fight. Fu- that's gonna sit in there until it fucking expires. Of course. Uh, but you know what? I'm not gonna fucking throw away good money. No. Thirty dollars for that fucking bottle of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's, you know, let's, uh, I guess, yeah, to say, I guess to wrap it all up, we, uh, you know, we still all fuck up sometimes, but, you know, you just got to get back on it, man.
1: Yeah, but also that's what's important about talking about it, because you sharing this story will, could prevent someone else from doing the same thing.
0: Let's fucking hope so, man. Hell yeah, man. Let's fucking hope so. Remember, no matter how bad you fuck up, we've probably fucked up worse. yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, well, let's get to our letters for today. What are we going to call this first guy?
1: Ooh, how about sayonara jackpot? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I say to my bank account every day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sayonara jackpot. (laughs) That's right up there with the Oh, man, we can't let your catchphrase go away. You got it. You you got it. <laughs> you got it.
1: <laughs> I, I love that cat. catchphrase. I immediately forgot about my catchphrase.
0: Oh, we can't forget. I mean, we've all had a bunch of cat fra- catchphrases throughout the years, but we have. but you need to hold on to.
1: You got
0: it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, here we go. Hi, Marcus and Jackie. I've only been listening to Cave Comedy Radio Podcast for a while now, but I've recently started listening to Sex and Other Human Activities, and you've already given me a lot of great advice to help me through some rough patches. Thank you for listening. Hell yeah. But to get to the reason why I'm sending this email, my brother has been in a relationship with a, to say the least, very emotional woman. By emotional, I mean depression, cutting, and all that kind of stuff. And for a while, he was there for her and doing his very best to help her out and get through it. Since then, they've broken up and gotten back together multiple times, and I've noticed she just keeps dragging him down the pit with him to the point where he's started cutting himself. I've tried talking to both of them about it being the vicious cycle, uh, but it just keeps continuing. I'm not sure what I'm asking in this email, but I guess if either of you have any advice for me, I'd be very grateful. Keep doing what you're doing. Much love. Sayonara, Jackpots.
1: This is a very hard situation. Um, I, I mean, especially... Dealing with siblings is is a different level, uh, especially than of just dealing with your friends. It's it it's someone that you know better than anyone in the entire world. Someone you grew up with and someone that you care about deeply. And that is just, it's such a fine line to tread <sighs> over what you can and shouldn't do. Um, I have walked this specific line before uh not uh with my brother with my sister and it is it's one of the hardest things to watch happen and and i i understand completely why you wrote in because it was something that like it's you can't talk to your parents about it if you're if you're close to your parents and it's hard to talk to your friends about it because they are not in the exact position that you're in um personally Something that did help me in the past was taking a step back, and as much as it hurt to watch, you can't force anyone to get out of a toxic relationship.
0: This isn't just toxic; this is abusive.
1: Yes, it is completely, and it it it, is—it's the same as if in a physically abusive. I mean, it is physically abusive, even though it's self harm. It, It is something that you can't force someone to stop as much as you want to, unless you can get them committed. And honestly, at this point, depending on where you are, where, you know, you can, you can technically Baker them. If this is something that you think that I would get past them and you really are worried for, they are like for them to actually hurt themselves, hurt themselves, mm-hmm. you know, you can call in someone to deal with that. I, on the other hand, in my personal experience, I took a step back and eventually she came around because it was something that I had pushed and I had pushed and I had pushed and it ended up just making a divide between us anyway. To a point that she didn't even want to take my phone call. She didn't want to talk to me about any of this stuff anymore. And then it was something that was hidden rather than something that was open and that scared me even more. Mm-hmm. And it's when you don't hear about it anymore and you know that it's going on that it gets even scarier. Yeah. But taking a step back personally for me worked because she did come to me after a time when she realized that she had lost her family, when she had pushed everyone else away that was around her, and that it did, that woke her up. Doesn't work for everyone, and that's what scares me even just about giving that advice. I'm saying that worked for me, and if that is something that you think that, like, if you guys are close enough that maybe that is something that would work between you two, I would say maybe give that a try. Or what I did in my time Was that before I really stepped back, stepped back? I wrote her a letter and I told her why I didn't want, I couldn't watch her killing herself anymore. I couldn't watch her doing this anymore. And if you didn't want my advice and you didn't want my help, then I was gonna be there for her always. And then if she needed anything to please immediately, and I will be there no matter how far away I am, I will be there. I will be there to support her. And the letter is what opened her eyes yeah that it was something that not right at the beginning i'm saying a few months later when she pulled that letter back out and read it
0: she realized well, I found that one of the things that, uh, that's helped me, because I've, I've never been in so, uh, like involved with someone that, uh, like a, a sibling or a close friend that was in a uh, physically abusive relationship or anything, but definitely been there for emotionally abusive relationships. Uh, and this is definitely both. Uh, and what I found worked was leading questions, because everybody else had not, not necessarily written him off, but had definitely, was definitely pissed off and didn't want to deal with it and had just sort of pushed him away. Uh, but if you um, ask them leading questions to make them realize how fucked up it is, still be there for them. You know, don't sit there and tell them that they're an idiot or that they're stupid for, for doing this or for falling into this. People fall into shit all the time and that does not, and don't, Anyone out there who is in an abusive relationship, do not sit there and say, "Oh, I'm stupid for falling into this," or "Oh, I'm what's wrong with me for falling into this." It just happens.
1: Yeah, and then you and then you're too far in.
0: Yeah, and then you're too far in. You're trapped. Yeah, and and I'm sure that's exactly what your brother's going through. You know, I'm sure he's too far in. I'm sure he's terrified to leave her. I'm sure he's terrified. It's an addiction. Yeah, it's an addiction. Yeah, he's terrified to leave her because you know, it sounds like if it got. To the point where he's also cutting himself. Sounds pretty fucking codependent here. It sounds like it's something that he, deep down, likes. That this is something that it's the type of relationship that he likes to be in. But also
1: sometimes it feels like he deserves it.
0: Yeah. Especially
1: when it comes to the self harm.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know exactly why he's doing that. You know, of course not. We don't We don't know these people. We don't know you. We're not, you know, we're not mental health professionals. We're just here to, you know, give what advice we can. Uh, but I think you need to get your brother help before this girl gets help. Your brother is the should be the foremost person in your mind. Yes, the girl should get help as well. And yes, it may, it may be possible for you to convince your brother to get help so he can convince her to get help. Or convince him for, to get both of them. To have help to get help at the exact same time like that's if they both got help uh, You don't necessarily need to leave her high and dry because she's got fucking problems, too. Yes. She's very emotional Yes, she cuts herself and yes, she's dragging your brother down, but she also needs help and if you can get both of them help uh, Then that is your optimal situation like that's the best thing that could happen, but failing that get your brother help uh, because it sounds like he doesn't have the same problems that she has. I think he might just... I think just in the act of being there for her, uh, he's bringing herself down to the level that she's at right now, that deep, dark fucking depression. I think he's putting himself there. I don't, and that, uh, that just can't fucking stand. You know, that cannot stand. You know, and I'm, I know I'm the type of person where I'm, I can relate to this guy. I can definitely relate to what this guy's going through um, because it sounds like he's also an extremely empathetic person. Uh, It sounds like that, uh, because I know I'm very influenced by people and definitely influenced by the relationships that I'm in. I'm influenced by the partners I'm with. If they're going through something kind of like this, if they're going through like a, a depression or a really difficult time, then I'm also going through depression And a very difficult time, Jackie. You've seen you've seen me do this again and again. I have. You know, it's like it's almost like this weird emotional mimic type situation. Or if you just if you love someone and you really feel that deeply, like that deep connection with them, uh, then you're gonna feel a lot of the same things that they feel. And it's not even necessarily a deep emotional connection. It's just fucking being around them all the time. But that's
1: the thing. It's like if you go home and that is the stasis. Like if that is the environment of your home, then that is how you fall into it, unfortunately, because in your head, if that is what is there when you go home, it is something that it's it becomes normal for you, and that it makes more sense just to be at that same stasis with your other with your significant other, and that's one of the most dangerous dangerous holes you can go down because you lose yourself, yeah and it's and it's easy no matter what kind of person you are to lose yourself in a relationship and especially when you are it seems like that kind of that kind of relationship where you feel like well at least we have each other oh, yeah which i feel like we have a lot of us have been in those relationships before when you, it's like it's like fuck everybody else we have each other and we're in this together no.
0: which once sure, you get to that point that's a bad relationship it is toxic yeah.
1: it, that, that is not you lose your identity you lose your sense of self and that is what your brother is going through right now and you know if it's possible like depending on how far you know if you guys have pushed apart that like is it still possible to like Talk to him on the side to be able to like go, you know, go on a weekend away together. Like if that is still possible, it doesn't seem like that is right at this point. It Mm. seems like it's been too far down the rabbit hole but it doesn't mean you can't get him back.
0: Yeah, and that's what you need to do. You need to get him back and get him to be his own person again and trust me, that's fucking hard. Yes. It's very hard. It's been very hard for me to uh, learn how to be my own person. That's one of the biggest things that I've worked on uh, over the last year is being my own person and not letting other people color my not only my uh emotions but also my personality you know working on being an independent person uh and being my own man which is tough for some people for me it's very tough uh and it sounds like for your brother it's very tough but it is possible uh it's taken me till i was 32 uh to figure this out and it sounds like you know you sound like you could be kind of young so if he starts working on that right now and really starts going towards it then i think that he'll break away from that toxic relationship. He'll break away once he reali- he starts being his own man. Then he can break away from that uh, and will hopefully not get into the same situation again. Because I know it's the fuck I'm doing, but it's an uphill
1: battle to get to that point.
0: Big uphill battle.
1: And and if you can get him back, you know it it it's worth the struggle. Mm-hmm. It's worth it for him. It's worth it for you. It's worth it for your entire family. And, and I mean, also, it's like another thing is that do you, if, it depends on how long they've been together, and if that if his girlfriend's family is around, if they, if they are people that you have met, that could also be another route to go through. Mm-hmm. That if that is someone that if they have any influence over it at all, if they are aware of what is going on, what's happening between the two of them, if that is another avenue, or if she has a sister, or if she has other family that you could possibly talk to. Doesn't seem like that really might be the case in this situation, but if that is that is another avenue to go down as well. Yeah. Because like Marcus was saying, you know, your brother is number one, but they both need help. Yeah. As soon as possible, and uh, you know, I I would say just keep working on it.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, that's all we're going to do. We're going to double up this week because we've been out uh, for a little while. We had a blizzard and then things last week. Yeah, and
1: then it was all... uh, It was all
0: Fucky, <laughs> All fucky-ducky. All the ducks got fucked. They all got fucked. Last week. Now
1: they're having baby ducks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so if you've got any questions or comments for us, cavecomedyradio.gmail.com is the, uh, that is the address. Oh, thanks to, um... Uh, Amanda Meyer for. Oh, man. She the, is
1: the fucking best.
0: She gave me some dirt for my birthday and made uh, Jackie a wonderful I paper Miss
1: rabbit. I love it so much. And thank you so much. You are strong as hell, girl. You got it all fucking going on.
0: You got it, man. You got it. You got
1: it. We'll talk to you guys in just a few days.